Hi, and welcome to episode 1.6 of the Borcelli Brothers podcast. I'm Mike Borcelli. And I'm Sean Borcelli. And this is our Halloween special. On this episode, we've booked a huge guest. He's massive. He's really, a huge guest. Really, really big. The biggest guest we've ever had. For sure. Uh, hands down. Haven't had a lot of guests, but I actually don't know if we can top this one. No, n- not, I, not at when all. When it comes to how big he is. In sheer magnitude. Yeah. This, this one's really great. Uh, an incredibly rare interview. Uh, we are super honored to, to have him on our show. Um, Not an easy guest to get on the show. No, no, it wasn't. We actually searched far and wide, uh, finally through a list of uh, various contacts and friends of friends. Uh, we managed to get a hold of his manager, um, who said, basically, uh, I'm not, it's not even a point in talking to me because he will say no. Yeah, I, I really, I thought this was... And we were like, we were like, well, maybe we won't, like, because he was also like one of our last hopes. Yeah. Too. We, and we, we were like, well, maybe we don't do a Halloween episode. I just thought he wasn't, uh, I thought he was a long shot off the bat. Oh, the biggest long shot. That's why we, that's why we was like, well, you want to go for our first pick, the long shot, after, after we tried through all the other guests? Yeah. It was, but we got him. We got him. It was a miracle. Yeah. Uh, apparently he had listened to some of our podcasts. I would surprise me. Very surprising. So he's one of uh, our whatever, uh, 42,000 subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody, enjoy our interview with our very huge guest. Happy, Happy Halloween! Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. We are the Borcelli Brothers. I'm Sean Borcelli, and I'm with my partner, Mike Borcelli. And of course, our sound guy, Nick Borcelli. Oh, sorry, Nick Borcelli. You're allowed to say your name. You get a chance. Thanks. I'm Nick Borcelli. Great. Uh, We have a really, this is actually a special podcast for us, because normally we do everything every two weeks, and... Technically, this episode should be coming, like, you should be getting this in two weeks, or another week from now, you should be waiting, and this one is just a one-off Halloween special, because we couldn't schedule Halloween. Halloween scheduled us. Uh, so we decided to have, uh, we need, 
we looked around trying to get a, a really great guest on um, someone, you know, someone who's scary or just there's something that's different or weird or mysterious about them. And uh, to be honest, we couldn't think of anybody. Mike, remember? Yeah. We were oh, talking man. about it. So, because who who do we try? Dracula. He is uh, dead. Apparently, apparently <clears throat> he's he's toast. Yeah, he's dead, and he's also uh, only available at night. And we're recording during the day. It's not well with the time schedule on this one. We didn't have a Wednesday night available to yeah. do it um, in order to do the t- quick turnaround for Halloween. Um, Frankenstein is totally busy with his family, and not much of a talker. No. Uh, who else do we talk to? Uh, oh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Impossible to talk to. You want to talk about somebody you can't talk to. Yeah, absolutely. That guy just, everything is a gargle. Yeah, Everything's uh, like... It's like he's sucking on marbles the yeah, whole time. Yeah, it's like, what? Okay. Because some of the stuff that came through was pretty funny. Yeah. And I thought he would have like told some really interesting stories, but like talking to him on the phone, it was like... Yeah. There's no, it, w- it wasn't happening. We actually had the Wolfman booked, but it wasn't during a full moon when we'd be recording. So he was just, turns out he's actually just a really boring he's guy when he's not the wolf. He's wolfman. a bloody accountant. Yeah, it's boring. So then we were like, well, then maybe we're looking in the wrong place. Maybe we're just thinking too Hollywood on this. Maybe we got to, like, let's think. We, we've been talking about Canada, something local. Something local. And so, well, we got our guest who's, uh, looming here in front of us uh over us yeah um i'm not sure how to officially address you um but uh bigfoot is bigfoot good enough yeah bigfoot's uh, sasquatch is like what's your name um well uh i don't we don't have names in our uh our language but uh we we call ourselves the naga the naga yeah we are naga okay but uh bigfoot's uh bigfoot's an okay term yeah basically bigfoot or like a yeti. Mm-hmm. I don't really expect you to to know the word naga, so I can't I can't really impose that on you. No, I won't. But I don't. I kind of don't. I like don't feel s- appropriate to calling you naga. Yeah, I don't really like Sasquatch. E- okay. Either it's kind of yeah, it's got that sort of negative connotation to it, like it's a like a monster, and I resent I resent monster. Mm-hmm. Also, abominable snowman is no good either. You're just. I, from what I can see, there's nothing abominable about you. Oh, thank you. It's very yeah. kind. You're actually you're quite handsome, more handsome than than I could tell in your photos. Oh, that's a first. You have a great uh, pedigree. Your fur is really nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it, uh, don't have to wear clothes. Yeah, yes, we we, uh, we we can <laughs> we see <can> that. <laughs> yeah, we 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 PWHs uh, don't really need to wear clothes, but our. Uh, our unmentionables are pretty covered up. What, by a, what, a sorry, what's man. a PWH? A P, uh, people who are hairy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a preferred. Am I? Can term. I use that term? Absolutely. Yeah. PWH. Yeah, um, now, does that refer to just your species, or like, is there other species oh, I, out there that would be PWHs? I, I've sounds heard, like a broad category. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I've heard some bear people go by PWH before. Uh-huh. Yeah, people who are half bear, mm-hmm. half man. I've heard like uh, like half squirrel men also like go as PWH, half raccoon, mm-hmm. half beaver. Okay, I think all the I half think half animals. Yeah, all the, the half, all those half people out there. Yeah, like I'm sure Minotaur might not mind, but like they've got like a half more like man body than yeah. He really does. He's fur. basically got a head that's a bull. Yeah, 
the rest of them is just big. Yeah. Yeah. Never met one personally. Myself, no, me neither. I, I don't know if they're real. I don't know if they're real either. They seem a little far fetched. Because they're not even they're not even talked about in on cryptozoology websites where I mean that's probably where most of the information I even had when I was trying to look up like a biography and stuff for you. Yeah, those guys they like they like to take interviews. They yeah, like they're fanboys, hey? The oh yeah, always hanging around in in trees and trying to get my picture and whatnot. But you're not cool with pictures? Oh, I'm fine with pictures. I, I don't know why, but they always keep taking them from really far away. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know how to use a camera. Like, bring like hi, like pay 50 bucks and bring out, like, a like a photographer. Yeah. There's a couple good ones around. Just use the internet, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, whereabouts do you live, then? Oh, I, I, I'm a wanderer. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're like wood spirits that kind of just wander around the woods. We're not really born. We just uh-huh. exist one So day. nomadic lifestyle. Yeah, super yeah. nomadic. I kind of like to walk around the Fort Mac area. Oh, up north? Yeah, up, Alberta. up in the northern woods of Alberta. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I we actually, Mike and Nick and I used to live up, not Fort Mac way, but more high level way. Oh, yeah. And we used level. to live in the Northwest Territories, too. No way. Cool. Well, you didn't. I did not. I'm actually the only one, I guess, who yeah. lived in the Northwest Territories. Cool, yeah. And beautiful. I get it why you'd want to wander those woods. Yeah, up. those forests are pretty dense and pretty, and I get to plant trees and eat berries and grubs all I you want. You plant trees? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're stewards of the woods. Oh. Yeah. 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 Wow. We, we, Naga, we, we take care of the forest, eh? So... Like how? Like is it just? Do you wander around by yourself? Like like I know bears are pretty solitary. Or do you like you got a fam? You got some kids? Yeah, like I I've got a family, but we don't really birth children, eh? Because we kind of just show up in the woods. Yeah, like oh. we're just kind of conjured, like a bunch of mice piling on top of each other, and then then there you go. There's a naga, and they just kind of <laughs> like assemble into Whoa, like a person. Is, Sometimes I, it's wind. That just kind of swirls around, and then you've got, like, a Bigfoot there. I wow. once saw a rock. I once saw a rock that had a Bigfoot standing on it, and it was so huge. And then, like, he just he just, he just grew up out of roots. That's amazing. Yeah. I actually... I didn't actually realize that uh, you were such a metaphysical creature. I, I actually, to be honest, I don't know, Mike, but I kind of thought you were just like an offshoot of humans or something like, like an like evolutionary an stage, like the missing yeah. link or something. Oh yeah. No, I don't, I don't know anything. That's about even, that. it's <laughs> even, uh, that's way more beautiful. Your story's absolutely way yeah. more beautiful. Do, are, what do you, makes me feel a little bit think, more, a little disconnected though. Here's something I think everybody has been wondering for a while. And you know, stop me if it's a sensitive area. What do you do with your dead? How come we never find any dead naga? Oh, they they like turn back into into bushes and brambles. That makes so much sense now because they come from bushes and brambles half the time. Yeah, you, you can you can kind of spot them. There's like when you see a dead naga, it's because uh, when they fall over, they kind of look like a big lump with rocks and roots coming out of it. Oh. You ever see like a big lump in the forest? That's I've all, seen so many lumps in the forest. It's all like roots and rocks yeah. and there's like grass and moss on that and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dead naga. Oh. And if it's not, it's probably just a bunch of roots and rocks. But yeah. most likely it's a dead a dead Bigfoot. Huh. Yeah. Holy. I kind of, I didn't answer your question earlier about wandering with friends and what. Yeah, sorry, family. So, so you don't, well, like we're all kids. we're all the same species, eh? Yeah. And like, 
traditionally we're pretty territorial pretty territorial things like like a bear like a male bear just kind of walks around yeah, yeah. And, and knocks over trees and picks up rocks tries to kill other male nagas because uh-huh. there's like na- males and so females. why why are you so territorial like you just really you really like being the stewards of your section and you know yeah you and like it. if i come home and there's there's a bunch like all my my best grub spots like under rocks mm-hmm. or like in the trees that i eat a lot of caterpillars and stuff if i mm-hmm. come home and they're all got eaten up and there's little there's footprints everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be really messed, messed up, mad. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get really angry at whoever ate all my grubs. Well, I would assume, given the size of you, you do also have to eat a lot of grubs. So. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, lots so of like grubs. when someone's like getting in on your grub turf. Yeah. Like that's, that's a. I, I can see why that would be a big deal. Yeah, that's that's yeah. worthy enough to to throw a rock at another naga. Yeah. Or smash his head. Can I say smash his head? Is this yeah? Oh no, no, this is uncensored. You can swear. You can... Yeah, okay, yeah. We cool. when when this gets posted, uh, there's a big red E beside it, meaning explicit. Mm-hmm. Oh no way. Yeah. Cool. So you can say fuck. Shit. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. All those things. I don't know if those are words that are your swears, but go for it. You, I mean, you, like I mean if, if I... you're in the Fort Mac area, I'm sure. You've heard a lot of it. Yeah, I've heard all sorts of nasty things coming out those guys. I'm surprised they're not half half Bigfoot, those guys out there. With the, with the things they say? Yeah, laying pipe and like swearing and saying bad things. Like, it's it's pretty crazy. So you can kind of relate to those guys? Well, not really. I mean, like, they eat a lot of meat. I'm a yeah. vegetarian, eh? except for bugs. I don't hunt yeah. like animals. You know, we were actually, before you got here, um, we were talking about whether like what your diet was about and i theorized what did i theorize mike i think he said omnivore omnivore but with heavy on the on the on the bugs on the veggies i don't remember what, i said i don't remember this I said, conversation basically <laughs> i said basically like if you look at large animals like uh, elephants and giraffes and stuff and ungulates like like grazing animals like they're large because of like I they they theory. graze and they eat lots of vegetables. Yeah, totally. so I just assume, and bears bears are huge and they yeah. don't they're not really I mean they they're not going after big game. No. They're generally it's grubs. Yeah, and, like scavengers. Yeah, yeah, bears eat a lot of garbage. Yeah, yeah I don't they, eat garbage though, and I don't I don't like the the flesh of an animal. I eat mm-hmm. a lot of bugs and and berries mm-hmm. and mosses sometimes. There's a little type of mushroom that grows after fires. It's pretty good. Oh, uh, morels. Yeah, yeah, that's what you guys call them. Yeah, morels. Yeah, I just call that breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. That didn't if you, I can find any of those. Mike, didn't you go picking morels <clears throat> one time? Uh, I did not. Uh, oh. After because you're we, missing out, Mike. We, listed, I, missing I, out. we lived in the Crow's Nest Pass after oh, yeah. the forest fire, and our other brother Jeff Borcelli. Oh, it was Jeff who did? He used to go make money picking morels. Oh, after cool the fires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if he saw any Bigfoot. Big feet, yeah, maybe. Saw one walking by. Jeff's a bit, you know. He's a little. He's kind of spooky. He's kind of our spooky brother. And yeah. He. he oh. I, I could imagine him seeing some big. And foot. just not even mentioning it because he's just used to it. Like yeah. spooky, like he's here right now. Oh, he could be. I don't Whoa. know. He's, he's listening to the podcast. <laughs> he's very quiet. Even. He's very Jeez. quiet. Is he that bike? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 That's uh, that's my wife Natalie's uh, bike. Us. Looks oh, very great. awful lo- lot like him. <laughs> no. It's got a little bit of a Borcelli look to it. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 
Yeah, I can smell its blood. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that is Jeff. Yeah, but I'm like I'm not like a territorial Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, I'm like a non-territorial. I don't like don't like fighting all those other guys. Plus, so, I'm like pretty short for me for for Bigfoots. What? Yeah, I'm like an eight foot tall, and they get they get up there to like a ten foot. You're a short yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah, I'm a pretty short one, and like. So you do you come up fully grown? Like if. What did you? Where did you come from? We, we, we grow a little bit. I was one of those mice assemblations. Oh, you know? yeah, like, fair uh, enough. I was a shambling pile of mice when I first had my first memory. Mm -hmm. yeah, I saw the forest around me, and I felt felt life just growing inside me. Yeah. And, then, and then there I was, and I just kind of went to the first grub and ate it up. And then that's then that's that's how she goes. Wow, it makes that would also make sense why you wouldn't have a. A true name then either oh yeah he, it's not like you had a parent parents who named you or dubbed you anything totally so do you mate oh we like we enjoy mating but it yeah, doesn't like, do anything eh? no it's like just for pleasure ah yeah that i sounds, had a, that sounds like a pretty great existence yeah, yeah it's pretty cool my last girlfriend she was great she was uh she like let me touch her body all over and stuff mm -hmm. yeah she had like she was super hairy too and that's like a fetish, eh? Yeah, and you the don't see it hair. so much anymore. And it's nice. No, I mean, <laughs> as humans, we some of us still have that fetish. Yeah. We, we like like a little hair. I think it comes and goes, yeah. eh? Like with, with the magazines and like the yeah, nudie mags. Yeah, totally. It's like one day there's bush and then there's no bush. Mm -hmm. But then like then there's bush again. Yeah. Clear cut. Kind of like... If, like and then if, reforestation. Like a Bigfoot with no bush, I'm sure I'd like vomit. That sounds so gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, like I don't even know what I look to like. To be honest, right now, I'm, I, I'm actually me. really thankful that you have quite a bit of bush yeah. right now. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, <clears throat> it, it's still very apparent, but not necessarily uh, intimidating. No. With all the bush? No, it's... See, okay, so what, something uh, I don't know if you know regal about it. This about <laughs> humans, but some guys, males, will uh, we will trim our bush just a little bit, not all the way. Trim like like just to crop it, like mowing the grass or something like that. To uh, and it's just to enhance the size, the look of it, the like the perceived look of it. Sounds like you're making your bush smaller. Well, we make the bush smaller. To make the, to make the penis look bigger, bigger. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you see? So, yeah. like, when I said, sure, like, yeah, you, like, your bush yeah. right now, like, it, it's something. Like, it, uh, if you were to trim that back, your penis to I think it, the average human would be terrifying. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, but you like wouldn't see it unless I'm aroused. Yeah, yeah. It's in like it lives in a, a pocket. Mm -hmm. It's like inside a pocket. Yeah, it's it's right now. It's so it's just not like, just bush. It's like also like kind of tucked in. Yeah, there's like lips, and then it comes out. <laughs> oh, that's wow, fascinating. That's. Amazing. I thought you guys had that too. Like a, that's like why I was kangaroo. confused. Confused about the the size thing. I didn't know. Oh no no no! Ours is out all the time. <laughs> oh wow! That's I'll, probably it's part of the reason we wear. How pants. do you run? <laughs> awkwardly awkwardly weird <laughs> that's the weirdest thing i ever heard cool didn't know that so, before. so women don't have this though like their theirs would be no that nothing comes out of theirs yeah although you'd be surprised sometimes you get a, a little surprise and then and then everything's awkward for a little bit you gotta negotiate whether or not you're gonna follow through or if like like the mood was great like you had a great day 
and then you're laying down in some moss and then and then like a big red penis comes out and then you're like like maybe I should just keep going, eh? <laughs> you know, everybody's everybody's different, you know. <laughs> huh. huh. That's never happened to me. But yeah, my last girlfriend, is she uh she is actually that the one. She's that Bigfoot, you know? Like walking through the creek. In that video. Yeah, totally. With the boobs You're and kidding. stuff. Oh, yeah. She's a babe. That's a great video. Some That's in the spank bank for sure. Yeah. I keep that one she, close. Uh, I can actually see a lot of grace in her movement. Oh, she strides like no oh, other guy was, ever she's, seen. She, I didn't know, because uh, it's so blurry. I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, that guy I, was riding a horse, eh? Patterson. Ro- Roger, Roger Patterson. Did Robert you, Do you know him? No, I don't know him personally. She knows knows them. No, he didn't want to get too close. They thought she might tear him apart or something. Could she have? She probably could. Yeah, I've would, seen would her. She have? I've seen her rip a tree in half just to get like a like a moth that was in there. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, I saw her. Oh, she throws rocks like no one's business. She yeah, because sounds- like females are also territorial, like most of them, except oh. for us non-territorial BFs, PWHs. Best friend, people without or hair, pe- or pe- with with people who are hairy, who are hairy, right? Oh. So, but that uh, obviously that relationship's over. You said she no, was she's your girlfriend. From, like, or... She's from the states. Hey, she's down there. Uh-huh. She's still kicking around. I think in the California area, planting trees. Yeah, but they're like going through like mad drought, and it's all muddy. So, oh she's yeah, yeah, got a lot to deal with. Hey, eh? like environmentally, right. So busy, too busy. Yeah, to, she's super busy. Probably to make, because you, you travel she's, mainly by foot all the time? Always, yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's in our name, eh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we're in a completely nomadic. Walk. Yeah. I could walk for days and nights. Sometimes I can walk sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's often when you're seen. We don't like being seen, but sometimes I just stroll right out when I'm asleep. Have to hightail it back to the woods. Yeah. You wake up with a surprise, realize that you're... Yeah, it's like, oh, no, I'm standing in a camp full of all these kids and they're screaming. And I'm like, oh, geez, I didn't mean... Oh, crap, I can't fix this. That's embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. Got little, like, got cake on my feet and I got to run away. (laughs) It's like, you're going to have a birthday. Don't do it in the middle of the forest. Like, you cut... Like, there's there's worse than me out here, eh? Like, there's... There's monsters in here. Like, I I stepped on your cake, but I didn't, like, eat your soul or something. Jeez. Okay, well, that's actually... That's probably a good segue to talk about there being worse than you out in the woods. Um, so this is our Halloween episode. Yeah. Uh, do you know about a lot about Halloween? Like I've I've seen the the pumpkins and stuff and like the candy. Yeah. It's like about candy worship, eh? Yeah, more or less. Like pretty a, much. Like a candy a ghost comes to like step on cats or so. I don't know anything about Halloween. Okay. Well, I mean, we we asked you just to come with some what you think are spooky tales. Oh, I got yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. I got a few of those. And uh, so Mike and I both have come with some scary tales. Um. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll tell them. Yeah. And we actually got uh, Nick uh, lined up with some scary music, cool. spooky music. I hope to it's put. not too scary. Like I gotta sleep tonight, eh? I gotta got a long walk. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no guarantees. It it could be pretty spooky. Is that it? It's starting. So we're hearing now. 
Could also be a leaf blower oh, outside. That's, that's a little. Oh, that doesn't sound. Oh, never mind. That note made it scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dissonant chord. Oh, oh who was that? I don't know, but it might be too scary. Where's the baby? Like, I don't want to step on it, eh? That'd be traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we probably wouldn't be able to air this episode if you stepped on the Even baby. with the explosive Yeah, tag. I wouldn't be able to yeah. show my face around anywhere for a while. I'd probably <laughs> have to get, like, like Bigfoot therapy. It's, like, twice as expensive. they got to buy a really big couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shays, Shays Lounge. <laughs> Well, so how do, what order do you want to do this in, Mike? <clears throat> well, I don't know. If you uh, Between you and I want to start. Do you want to do a, a classic Borcelli bookend? Sure. Like a Borcelli sandwich with me in the middle? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I like that. It's like a steak sandwich. You can't even see the bread. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I can start. Uh, I don't need a cue just yet, Nick. Thank you. We'll, we'll give you the I'll, cue. I'll cue you. Yeah, you'll I'll be cue cued, all right. For dramatic effect. Uh, I, for uh, my portion of this, I went on Reddit, and I, I went through a bunch of subreddit threads. Okay. Now, because I know that like I'm kind of familiar with Reddit, but I am not actually familiar with Reddit very much at all. Can you explain what Reddit is? Oh, I just hear it referred to. <clears throat> it's literally... Pe- and I go on, there's no pictures people of People go on and link and post to all kinds of things. And uh, they write... They write. So it's a blog. Yeah, it's essentially a big, a big community blog. I, I have no idea. It's like the first, just... one of the first times I've actually been on it. Mm. And it's... Uh, but it's big, right? It's big, it's big. And people upvote things or downvote things. And the more upvoted something is, the, the more visible it is. Oh. The more you can see it. Mm. Sounds like a popularity contest. It, it pretty much is, I think. Okay. So I went on there and I looked for uh, ghost stories or creepy tales and uh, a lot of things to do with uh, um, people remembering things from when they were young. So I have a couple of short ones off the bat and then uh, and then a longer one. So I can start. Okay, so these are one. these are true stories. These are true accounts. Or as true as you can get from the crazies on Reddit. And they're usually grammatically terrible and poorly spelled. So did you uh, edit all that before you... Nope! And uh, I'll do my best to read it verbatim. Okay. That might be even scarier. Yeah. So uh, this one is is a, a memory this child has, or this person has, that may or may not be a real memory. So, Nick, you want to cue up some spooky music? Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> when I was four, my family got into a very bad car accident. Oh, God. My mom died. I only have a few memories from before the accident, but I do remember my mom. She had brown hair, was short and a bit chubby. Like me. Yeah. Just kidding, I'm the opposite. <laughs> and had a very sweet, toothy smile, like you. I you remember do have a sweet, her. Smile. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I remember her holding me in her lap, in her rocking chair. I remember her singing to me, My mom today is a different woman. Wait, I thought she died. She did. Oh. uh, My mom today is a different woman. She insists that she gave birth to me. My dad and both my older sisters have no memory of my first mom who died. 
All my Fuck. memories of my second mom begin after my first mom died. Here is how I know I am not crazy. One. Whoa. My birth certificate lists my mom's name as Mary, and that is not my current mom's name. But she insists it was a clerical error at the hospital that they never bothered to correct. That sounds, oh my sounds gosh. like I believe that. Two. My cousin, who is 11 years older than me, once made an offhand remark about the accident and how different your, our family would be if it hadn't happened. I asked what he meant, and he said, you know, your mom. But he wouldn't say any more than that. Sounds like a your mom joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your mom is so now. dead, her rocking chair doesn't even rock anymore. Yeah, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Whenever I bring it up, my family usually cracks a joke <laughs> about me being crazy and then changes the subject. But one day, I wouldn't let it go, and my sister told me that sometimes you just need to accept the truth of your life as it is now. There is no truth in the past. And that's the short Reddit story. Wow. He sounds crazy. Like, that's all stuff like a crazy person would say. I feel like maybe he's crazy. Is it he or she? I believe it was a he. Oh, okay. I won't wow. Read, I won't read his crazy Reddit name because I don't have it. It's like I'm crazy at Reddit.ca, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> huh. So, made you Reddit? Yeah, I get it. I want to go on Reddit right now. I want to tell my own stories that are made up. Yeah. So that's scary. That's it's a creepy thought. It's a creepy notion. That kind of goes back to a previous episode with the Berenstain Bears. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. The whole the, the, the time alternate, slips. alternate universe t- time slip. The idea that we that somehow he slipped into a different dimension. But it seems like the, the family knows. The family is aware. I think it's the like family also up. is aware of whatever prescription he's taking. It would probably. <laughs> and uh, they pass it off as a joke because they're just like, oh God, not this again. Yeah. Yeah, that's what our family would do. What if he's like some kind of ancient monster, like a like some kind of chaos god that was being raised to destroy the the, the planet, and then his his new family just wanted to raise him in secret, eh? So they like staged a car accident after killing his chaos god parents. Well, that was my first thought. Yeah, uh, but really, that I, <laughs> yeah, I get why Bigfoot would have uh, come up with that because of his metaphysical existence but yeah, speak but that brings up a whole other thing uh are there actual chaos gods do I'm you not, know this like, i i may have said a little bit too much you're crazy uh, take your meds uh uh i don't know there's certain <clears throat> things maybe i don't want to know it's fine I'll, i won't ask i want to still be able to go into the woods and feel safe yeah i just don't have a birthday in my backyard <laughs> get stepped on <laughs> So, uh, here's another shorter one. A little short Reddit story. Uh, Nick, you want to cue me up again? This one's about I think a... th- I think the music also did make it creepier. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that baby, though. Gotta find the, that thing. That baby <laughs> yeah. is pretty scary. This one is about uh, um, uh, a memory from, from childhood. If you want to cue me up, Nicola. Oh. Oh, this oh. is actually perfect for this oh. story. Oh. Okay, I'm finally posting this experience. I had about, oh, I guess it was seven months ago. He's not childhood. Before we continue, let me tell you the facts. 
I live in Pennsylvania, United States. Okay. 2 a.m. weekend. I was alone in my room. Like Third he lives floor. in 2 a.m. weekend? Apparently. Okay. Third floor. Door was shut. Straight to the point, eh? Oh, he's very... He's, he's like uh, the Ernest Hemingway of Reddit threads. <laughs> Two windows, only one was open. Head of bed right next to open window. Open window looks out to street. What is this, bullet points? Yeah, pretty... No, it's, it's, a, it's a paragraph form. <laughs> Small ledge right under my window. Animal could get on it. Humans cannot. Like, what <laughs> kind of animal? I don't know. Like I was falling asleep when I heard... Yeah, birds can get on it. <laughs> yeah, birds can get on anything, guy. <laughs> I was falling asleep when I heard a bracket, and this is the best way I can explain it, close bracket. Ha! It sounded like a deep exhale. It startled me, so sat up in my bed. Again! Ha! I started looking around my room and under my bed to see if it was my dog. Dog was not in my room. Once again, ha! I moved my head closer to the window and ha! But a little louder. I can see outside window and see street. Don't see anything. Ha! Again. At this point, I'm getting a weird feeling. At this point? At this point. And decide to leave my table? room. That's not a weird thing. <laughs> I assume it was coming from outside. Maybe something on my roof. That oh, that's that's it. That's that's, that, that's his little short little Reddit story. Oh wow! Ha! Sounds... You know what? I believe that one. I I buy it. I think it was a uh, a bird. Yeah, he's probably listening to his own breathing and getting scared. <laughs> that guy's too scared too scared to be to be left alone. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's. I, there's 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 a couple more here I could do. Let's see. How about we pause for a second? That was a nice pee break. Yeah. It was a good time pee break. You wanted to pee? Yeah, I, yeah, I took a little pee in the toilet. Yeah. <clears throat> good. Which is surprising because I'm a giant. It's you know <laughs> it's also a big bathroom. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of, it's a really big. That's a fishbowl toilet. I like that's a, mm-hmm. I like looking at myself in the mirror mm-hmm. right before I'm about to pee, like full body look at myself. I didn't realize I was covered in burrs. Oh, you're talking about all the uh, the giant mirrors. Yeah, yeah, there's a big mirror in there. <laughs> it's all mirror. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> not a lot of mirrors in the forest. No, not really. There's like you got to look at a pond on a right day, still yeah. day, but also cloudy. Uh, so I have another long, another Reddit one. So another that, Reddit one. Is this a, a long one? This is a longer one. Yes. Okay. Is this scary? It's scarier. Well, the last one I wasn't scary. No, I was just I, picturing a, a it's bird. It's easy going, to discount these. Ha! Ha! Yeah, yeah he's got birds all over his ha! table. And he's so surprised that there's scary noises coming out. From yeah. his table. Ha! Ha! It's braven. Okay, obviously. let's let's up this uh, scary music here for this one. Okay, so this is about a mother and her children. Oh, no. It's already scary. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years ago, I lived alone in a house with my two young boys aged six and eight years. Their bedrooms were down the end of the hallway, away from mine. My six-year-old came into my room one night, terrified. 
He was crying, saying that something kept touching his face. Oh, God. He walked to my jewelry box, got out my cross pendant, held it tight. I thought you were going to say crossbow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'd go for a crossbow. (laughs) Go to the crossbow cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, my my thoughts exactly. That's the bird out the window. Uh, Got out my cross pendant. Held it tight in his little hand, then patted his shoulder, saying that the angels were no longer sitting there. Because the man with the white face was here. He slept in my bed every night from then on. One night, I felt it. In the dark, something brushing my cheek in my bed. I freaked, pulling the covers up over my face, not wanting to stir my little boy. Goosebumps went all through me. Then a guitar was strummed in my eight-year-old's room. I got out of bed, nervously walked down the hallway, and flicked a light on, to find my eight-year-old sound asleep. Can't explain the feeling. The air was thick and full of static in his room, yet his window was open. The tiles were cold under my feet, but there was a heat patch on the tiles right next to his bed. I backed out of the room and fled back to bed. Another night, a huge bang. It sounded like a picture had hit the tiles in the lounge. Once again... Lots of tiles in this house. Yeah, Yeah. like heat tiles, picture (laughs) tiles. It's a fancy house. Mm -hmm. Once again, I got up to see what the hell it was. All pictures were on the wall in their places. The most frightening experience happened when the boys stayed over at my mother's place and I was alone. In bed, the speakers to my computer started screeching this loud, most highest-pitched noise, which catapulted me straight up in my bed, screaming like I was being murdered. She had a cell phone ringing somewhere. Yeah, she's got a catapult, but no crossbow. What kind of house is this? (laughs) Fucking hell, I wailed. Get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck out of my house. Sob, sob, sob. I got out of bed, flicked the light on to see what the speaker... To see that the speakers weren't even plugged into the bloody wall and fled out of the house, straight into the backyard of my neighbor... Off to my neighbor's place. She had to investigate every room before I would re-enter. My fiancé moved in. We both heard the footsteps on the tiles in the hallway, then what sounded like a coin being rolled down the hallway in the dark of the night. I felt safer knowing he was in the house with me. We moved. The feeling came with us to the next house. I was in hospital having our baby, and he felt frightened in our new home. He sent me a text whilst whilst he was feeling this way. I texted back the word Ouija, and apparently our parrot in its cage started screeching off its brain. Scaring the shit out of my new husband. He texted me his freak out and I said, My God, just forget I said the word. Eventually, my youngest, the six-year-old, went to live with his dad. I believe that the man with the white face went with him. Strange occurrences started happening at my ex's house. Doorbells ringing. No one there. So that's that's Problem the long story. Yeah, yeah she's pretty like, much over. She's like, get rid of the kid. Get rid of the kid and... Yeah, I'm fine now. No more haunting. My cursed yeah. demon son is out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it was all like... It sounds to me like she was also just crazy and her she ex-husband sounds a little crazy. was just like, ah, yeah. how about I take the kid? She's, he sued for custody and it's like, you're nuts. Yeah, I like that there's like spooky noises everywhere, angels on walls, guy with a angels white face. Angels on shoulders. And then, and then just like a guitar, like a very distinct 
guitar. I want to know if like the eight year old kid had a guitar in his room. Yeah, like he was just shredding in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. And then she comes in and he pretends he's asleep. Yeah, who's never done that before? Well, yeah, I mean, on. with the tile floors, he could hear her coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Clop, clop, clop. Yeah. Yeah. He was sitting on the tile <laughs> yeah. playing guitar. That's why <laughs> yeah. it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we solved that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, call me Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, you read it. I could read another long one if you want, if there's time, or if you want a new... Uh, I don't know, where are we at? Like, uh, what do we got for time there, Nick? Oh, we're at 40.53. 40.53, that's not bad. Well, you know what, I, I say we, we can move on to your... Yeah, Bigfoot story time. Yeah, you got some for us. I got like a few kind of stories and concepts and things of the forest that I can share with you. None will be of such fine narrative prowess as young Michael made over there with the Reddit stories. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like wandering around in the woods, you seem, you get it's pretty spooky at night, eh? But like no animals will try and fuck with me because I'm a, like a giant monster, mm-hmm. but I'm not a monster. I don't like the term monster, but to, to like a, a weasel or a badger, I'll just kick it out of the way. But there are certain forces in the woods that are like, like far more scary than me that are. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Keep it going. That'll hit. That'll get the mood going right. That piano. So. There's a few stories of monsters in the woods that is told by all sorts of different indigenous groups of, of the northern forest and the plains and stuff. I've been around for quite a few years. I'm like 128 years old. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, ever since like the late 1800s, that's when I materialized, eh? And I was in Dene territory at the time, and, and they, they, know, they know me and I know them pretty well. We're all in each other's stories. And uh, they talk about a few different kinds of monsters, like like there's lake monsters in in Great Slave Lake, like all mm-hmm. the different people oh, talk I've heard about this, these yeah. lake monsters, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard a story from one guy that he was he was on the front of his boat and they were speeding across looking for white fish or or what have you in the in the woods or in the in the water. They were out fishing, and his dad had him in the front so that he could say. Uh, which which way to go like if you see something let's like just tell me so I'll steer out of the way and they, he saw this big rock in the middle of the water and they were like deep in the middle of Slave Lake that's and a that big lake like, that's a that's a giant lake yeah it's like eight leagues deep or something yeah. mm-hmm. I don't actually know I, never I don't imagined. even know what a league is but uh, I mean, it's, it's it's a big deep lake it's gotta yeah, be at least super eight. deep like at least eight leagues ten six who knows but there's this rock in the middle of the water, and he said, like, turn turn left, we're going to hit that rock. And they both saw it and then realized there's no way there could be a rock in the middle of the lake. But it's this huge gray mass that could only have been a monster, a great big lake monster. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of different stories about the sighting of the lake monster. Yeah, there's other stories of uh, a distant cousin of mine, like... I assume that he once was Naga, and then he became Naka. Naka oh. is the Dene monster that uh, is like a big giant bushman that walks around and will steal your kids, will steal your babies, and and eat them with his huge mouth chest. He's got a big mouth on his chest, oh. and he, like puts babies in there and like chops them up. Has he? Okay, is this? 
any relation to Wendigo? Oh, I'm getting to that. Oh my gosh, because yeah, I'll get because those. This is terrifying to me already. This yeah. is actually way more scary than any of your stories there, Mike. I'm sorry. That that's okay. Yeah, that's, like that's these fine. are like real I'm picturing people. It. Real people saying real things. Like yeah. their their stories are more valid because they're they say it more mystical. Have you seen anything like this before? I all oh, I'll get to that. I've okay. never seen an, a naka before because they're they're really scary. Those things can like turn into wind and water and and show up in the middle of the night. Ooh. Yeah, there's stories about naka stomping around. I heard this story from this old lady, and she was she's in her tent because like people lived in tents, eh? like in mm-hmm. like mid 1860s and whatnot, up until like all the way up until like ni- 1980s. Yeah, this lady, she was, she was so, she was a little kid and she heard this scratching coming from the forest, like all sorts of rumbling and scratching. And her dad said, you gotta go inside because there's, there's Naka coming, there's Bushmen coming. She was under her blanket and all she heard was stomping and scratching. She was so scared and uh, she was sweating a whole bunch. She said, I kept sweating underneath the blankets. That's just an account of one. She didn't see anything though. Oh. Yeah, there's all sorts of different like mystical stories that those guys tell that really make you think about what it must have been like to live in the bush all of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I live in the bush, but those guys, they, I don't ever see no bushman or anything like that. But yeah, like I was getting to the meat of the story, which is the the Wittigo, mm-hmm. the Wittigo, which is also known as the Windigo. It's a horrifying monster that. The more it eats, the hungrier it gets, and the more it drinks, the thirstier it gets. And I've heard that it can walk through trees and through rocks. Fuck that baby. <laughs> Shit. Like I'm trying to tell a Windigo story and it's babies all around and it's scaring the crap out of me. Anyway, this Windigo is like, yeah, it, it's sometimes depicted as a giant, giant gaunt monster that roams the forest and eats your soul and eats babies and eats people. The word Wittigo in Cree means cannibal. So it's like it, it's a man, which is one of the most horrifying things that I think about mm-hmm. the, the Wittigo. It's, it's people that it lives inside of you and it, it inflicts you through dreams. You go to sleep one night and you don't have to be a bad person or like a like a great person, it's it just can happen to anyone at any time. You wake up and then you're you're a cannibal monster. There's a few accounts. Well, like I'll start with just like the legends, eh? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like when people tell their kids about the Windigo story, it's kind of like a cautionary tale against cannibalism. If you live in the woods and like you're like a bush person, you don't want to eat anybody, or you'll probably go crazy. So just like never never eat somebody don't do it's it. the main sort of lesson to take away and uh there's a story that's more of like a kid's story about the windigo and it stars like this main character who i've heard in the creus like he's like a trickster he's uh he's kind of like a really nice guy he kind of gets in trouble all the time and a scamp yeah he's a scamp he's a scamp yeah his name's uh uh wasakachuk Wasaka Chuck, I can't actually tell these stories unless there's snow on the ground, but but I, I'm going to do it anyway. Just it's like, supposed to snow on like Tuesday. Yeah, listen to this in the winter, eh? And then it'll make more sense. So one day, Wasaka Chuck was walking through the woods 
He's like looking for adventure, eh? That's like what he does. He just finds like mischief. And he sees this old lady sitting on a log. And he's like, hey, hey lady, get out of here. It's late and, and, the, and I'm Wasaka Chuck and like you gotta get out of here because cause, like listen to me, I'm a spirit, eh? And she said, she didn't say anything at all. She just kind of sat on the log. And Wasaka Chuck said, lady, go back to your camp. It's late. Get out of here. And still, the lady didn't say anything. She just sat on her log with like a hood over her head. Ooh. Couldn't see what she looked like. <clears throat> so Wasaka Chuck said, all right, lady, get out of here. I'm Wasaka Chuck. And he grabbed the, the blanket and threw it off of her. And there underneath was the most horrifyingly twisted skeletal monster. It stood up and it was so huge. Had big claws and sunken, swollen eyes. It was obviously a horrible Windigo. And now Windigo can paralyze you with its its scream, so that it can eat you. Eh? Like it it screams, and if you hear this scream coming from the middle of the woods, it's probably a Windigo putting a spell on you. So it screamed, and it put Wasaka Chuck under its spell, and in its horrible voice, its deep, guttural, nasty, twisted voice, it said, Wasaka Chuck. Go into the woods and find me a straight bowl so I can roast you. And he's like under a spell, so he had to do it. And so he walked into the woods. And as he was under this spell, he, he realized that his, his voice was still his own. And he said, Hey, help it, help me, anybody, please. I'm going to find a stick so I can roast myself. I'm going to die. <laughs> and he, he called out to everyone, and there was nobody around, not a single thing, except for one little tiny weasel came up out of a hole just the littlest little weasel you ever seen like a weasel mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. a furry little snake it's like the nagar snakes eh mm -hmm. it's like a little this little guy comes out and he says hey wasaka chuck i'll help you and wasaka chuck said thanks thank you yeah i'm gonna get eaten by a windigo you gotta help and the weasel said okay i'll help you but you gotta do something for me eh like it's trade Wasaka Chuck said, yeah, please, I'm going to die, so I'll trade you anything. And the weasel said, okay, this is, what, this is the plan to save your life. You got you to gotta go into the woods and instead of finding like a straight pole, find a curved one instead. And that's the, that'll, that's the sol solution to your problems. And Wasaka Chuck was confused, but he said, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, let's go. So he went in and he found a curved pole and he started tacking it at it with his axe. He grabbed the pole and brought it back to the Windigo's camp. And that just like made the Windigo fly off the handle. He was like, Wasaka Chuck, I told you to grab a straight pole, not a curved pole, back into the woods. And he was so mad, like Wasaka Chuck thought he was gonna get eaten like right away. So he ran into the woods and he said, Weasel, help, help me Weasel. It didn't work, the curved pole didn't work, I'm still gonna die. And the Weasel wasn't anywhere. Wasaka Chuck thought, oh no, I've been tricked, been tricked by my weasel friend. So I started cutting down this straight pole and it finally fell over and he's sweating so much he's going to die. He's dragging the, dragging the pole back to the Windigo's camp. And uh, when he got back, just suddenly he felt like released, like no longer was he under the spell. And he saw lying on the ground, there was the big Windigo, he's just completely dead. And uh, the weasel was standing right on top of him. And Wasaka Chuck said, hey, what happened? And the weasel said, I, I crawled inside the Windigo and I bit his heart and now he's dead. Because like a Windigo's heart is made of ice mm -hmm. and it's like frozen and you got to shatter it to kill it. 
And so he, he, he bit the Wendigo's heart and saved, saved Wasakachuk's life. Wasakachuk said, thank you so much, Weasel. And he's like, now it's time to repay you, so I'll give you, I'll give you a new coat, a new happy coat. So he took a little bit of charcoal, covered it on the end of the weasel's tail. And that's why weasel's got a little bit of a, a, oh, black, yeah, a black tip, tip. on the end of the yeah. tail. Oh. Yeah, it's like a it's like a legend eh? and like a little bit of an allegory. That's a good one. Teaches I like you, that. Teaches you to listen to your friends and, and be be really nice and watch out for old ladies on and logs. And you eh? don't scream at old ladies. Yeah, don't do that. Never. Yeah. Not the ones you find in the woods. Yeah, totally. If yeah, I that's... came across an old lady in the woods, uh, oh, I'd be going. I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, I'd be super scared about that one. Yeah, I, I, I think I would be like, I would actually just look, turn around, and walk away. There wouldn't be any yeah. approach for just fear like, of windigos. No, eh? I feel yeah. like when I become an old person, it's going to become a, a, a funny prank, like to just be go that old sit in the, woods in the woods when you know someone's going to be walking by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so scary. Yeah, that's like more of the legend ends of the story. I stories. like it. It's a spooky story, that's though. That's super spooky. Yeah. yeah, those are like old stories, like all these old stories. Mm-hmm. But there's a few times that Wendigoism has actually inflicted a human being. And one of the most recent or latest accounts was Swift Runner. Swift Runner was a Cree man, and he was really tall for like a Cree guy. Mm-hmm. He was like seven feet tall. And in the middle of the woods, like deep with his family, he took his, his mother-in-law... He took his brother, or his sister's brother, and his uh, his six kids, and they like went into the woods to like go hunting or whatever. And he went to sleep one night, and then had a dream that he was gonna wake up a windigo. And then it happened. He woke up, and he just had like, I assume he had like a terrifying smile to his face, and he was just really absent. And he hungry. proceeded, yeah, super hungry. Yeah. And he proceeded to to eat his kids like he he killed and ate his kids and then he fed his youngest kid or he made his oldest son feed his youngest son one of their kids and then he uh he ate his mother-in-law and then ate his his brother-in-law and then finally just like gnawed on his wife and like ate them all which is to me far more horrifying than any ghost story because this is like really happened Mm -hmm. yeah just a to picture a cannibal in the middle of the woods like in a teepee or in a tent or whatever just just eating his entire family that's probably the scariest thing I can when, think when, of when did this happen? he was found this was in 1867 oh okay yeah then the Northwest Mounted Police found the remains of his family and found him literally eating his, his family and they arrested him immediately and they brought him brought him back to uh I think it was Fort Saskatchewan. They brought him to Fort Saskatchewan, which was like a Northwest Mounted Police mm-hmm. outpost in 1867. And he was the last known account of anyone being hung in Alberta. And uh, on the day of his hanging, a bunch of people came to come and watch him get hung. And uh, he was he was standing there in shackles. There's a pretty cool old black and white picture of him standing there. He just looks so normal just looks like a regular guy you see in his eyes he's mm-hmm. just kind of got a little bit of a smile which is that that windigo disease that monster that oh. inflicted his soul and uh while he was standing around it was raining and and the people started getting cold so they they took apart the the hangman's like stand they mm-hmm. took apart the hanging pole and they burned it so it, it took them an extra two hours to build another one and then the hangman forgot the shackles to like hang 
was to, to hang Swift Runner. And then eventually he said, I could just kill myself with a tomahawk if you want. And they said no, and they eventually hung him. It took him a while, but they, they hung him, and then he was dead. Which is super spooky, eh? Like, that's so yeah, scary. Yeah, that's pretty spooky. Yeah, the last person hung in, in Alberta. Ooh. Yeah. There's a few, like, shaman out there that hunt Wendigos. One of them is Fiddler Jack, or Jack Fiddler, and his son, Fiddler Jack. They were both Wendigo hunters. And he killed 14 Wendigos in his life, eh? And the way you kill them is like you got to do a lot of medicine and ceremony mm-hmm. and make sure that that spirit gets gets killed for sure. You got to melt its heart and burn the body and bury it under logs that, that make sure it can't like dig its way out of the ground. So I, I think sometimes when I'm walking around in the night that like Swift Runner, the last Windigo, wasn't killed properly. Well, I, I imagine for, from what I've heard though too... Uh you can kill them or but you got to get their heart still right isn't mm-hmm. that something like their ice heart yeah like that's the way to really confirm it like burning how, with how, fire do you, how or... do you melt a windigo's ice heart do you tell them like a really sweet story or do you really <laughs> what's do you... a what's the swiftest tell... way to a windigo's <laughs> cold cold heart <laughs> yeah probably yeah, probably something like that <laughs> a back massage yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's spooky eh? like when i'm walking around in the woods picture like a windigo coming out at me and killing me and eating me that's the scariest thing Ugh. yeah the true horror lives within you eh? so you're scared of them too oh big if... time yeah like i couldn't like hurt a windigo there like it screams and i'm paralyzed i'm done but aren't i don't know like when when you're talking about like so when i thought you were uh you know a missing link or you know, related to us, but you know, just some kind of regular like scientific an, like story. Like an ape, eh? Like an ape. Yeah, I, I don't like call, being called an ape. Too. You know what? Like Honestly, you don't look like an you don't look like an ape. Yeah, I mean, like, close. I mean, everybody I've like when the they photos. when they draw pictures of me because nobody got like a good picture. They just keep drawing like apes, like a big ape head. But like you look at my face, it's like your face too, eh? Just like got more like I got like a mustache full blown all over it. <laughs> yeah, it's a full I face mustache. Say, yeah. yeah, like it goes from yeah, like brow to chin. And mustache. I don't know if you notice the trend these days. A lot of guys have beards. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. I see them walking by, and I'm like, that's a small little Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, that's just like Their a hair, hip, like a hip dude fancy. with neck tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it, okay. So if you're kind of from the spiritual realm, so if uh, Wit to goes are also from that realm like is there like like how closely are you guys related are you guys related me and the or, windigo or would it be like me and a squirrel it's like yeah mammals, i think it would, but we're not it would so. be like yeah you and a squirrel because okay. like windigos they're they inflict people eh? it's like a disease like mm-hmm. a parasite that goes inside a person gross so maybe i couldn't become a windigo but if i could you would be fuck. A, well, I, I would, would be I'd fuck shit up like you want to know about <laughs> chaos gods like yeah. talk about a Naga Windigo mm. so there's no recorded uh, or no no story of Bigfoot becoming not no or, not in our in our legends okay. so you know I'm gonna let's just leave it at that yeah I don't want to give any like, Windigo who even, might be listening even, any ideas like maybe yeah. we're calling them it's like saying Windigo so much like Voldemort like we don't want that like maybe we should just stop saying it all all together. Yeah, I'm yeah. good with that. I I find I find those stories more terrifying than anything. Yeah. Yeah, like what's that banging around outside? Like is that a windigo? Like I don't know. I think it's a wheelbarrow. 
Sounds like a wheelbarrow. That's <laughs> what it's close. <laughs> wheelbarrow Good. indigo. Good. You yeah. say wheelbarrow, I say windigo. Yeah, totally. You say like bor- borcelli, I say bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good. Those are that that's spooky super, tales. Super spooky. And it was nice to hear those tales. Uh, do you have any more for us, or? Uh, that's like that's that, I got that. Those are my that, stories. That, that's that's dark enough. That's, Ooh, that's great. Super, yeah, yeah. It's challenging to say altogether. It makes me scared to go camping. Yeah, I I'm bet. afraid of camping. Well, you've been around for a long time. Uh, yeah, totally. So how how often, like, how common are Windigo? Windigo are like like pretty common in 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 camps like indigenous camps like okay. everybody's got stories of like their great grandfather or their great grandmother like turning into a windigo right or some people who like claim they're going to turn into a windigo and they got to get beheaded before they become a windigo yeah i don't know if it's entirely all that common but it's not uncommon there's also people who've been cured of windigoism eh? like those shaman oh really do their job that is something that can be done yeah yeah, with the right shaman, but I don't know who who knows that stuff anymore. If there's any left, I think I think that Swift Runner was the last one, though. Oh, at least wow. maybe like there's Windigoism that sort of shows up in the news, eh? Like all these like big corporations just can't get enough, eh? Just like drinking oil till they're dead, and yeah, people that you know I'm Consuming making like, I'm making metaphors about Windigoism. You know what? <laughs> you you are clearly savvy oil. enough, and I've read enough of, of it, what the news is for our kind. To have picked up on the fact that, like, even Bigfoot realizes that there's corporate uh, consumption of yeah. human bodies. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. you can find that out in any library, local libraries. <laughs> <laughs> Just go into the lab, like, use the internet, eh? <laughs> <laughs> How do you, uh, do you use, use the little mouse? That With little your, mouse? Your hands? Yeah, because your hands are, you're, they're, they're massive. They're pretty big. They're, they're pretty big. probably, let's, put, let's hold our hands up here. It's probably... Four times my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Four of my hands make up your hand. Yeah, totally. No, I don't use that. Uh, I just get one of the, the aides, the assistants, the librarians to come over oh. and help me do it. Yeah, they're pretty good about things like you that. You know what? That's actually one yeah, of the things super, they do. they're super helpful at your local libraries. They're, they're important things. Hmm. Right. Well, I got some stories. Yeah, that, cool. Uh, excellent. I, I have some stories uh, that I'm sure many a kid, at least who is of my age group has read these stories because they are from one of my favorite books, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, written by Alvin Schwartz. Um, so this first book came out in 1982. Good Nin- year. Good it year. is a good year. It's the year I was born. Myself. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah, I'm an 82 guy. So 1982, they came out and they have the most horrific illustrations in them. We uh, actually we'll, we'll post some on the website here. Um, there's actually there's going to probably be some photos of the studio right now with with the cover in the background. Jeez, oh, yeah. oh, you Louise. see that one? That's pretty scary. <laughs> Fuck! I never seen anything like that before in my life. So this was marketed to kids. Mm-hmm. This was a kids book. This was meant to be like like 
Nine yeah, to like, twelve. Go to bed, kid. There's a giant clown heads that come out of the ground sometimes. Good <laughs> yeah, luck. Smokes a pipe. Smoke a pipe in a graveyard. Good luck going to sleep on that. <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna be walking awake tonight. Mom, am I, am, am I allowed to read before I go to sleep? Yeah, just go and pull one out of my haunted cupboard over there. <laughs> yeah. Next to the Necronomicon. Yeah. Sick. So that's why I love that book, though. Like, I, I probably took this book out of the library, speaking of libraries again, like 20 times. And any of the other ones afterwards. Always illustrated by the same guy. Um, he's a guy who actually didn't do scary illustrations. It wasn't his thing. Um, he basically like he he would do like children's books and stuff, but and actually the author Alvin Schwartz was also not necessarily a scary storyteller either. He had like books of limericks. Uh, you guys know the book where uh, the green grass go- grows all around, all around. Yes, that's him. Oh, Alvin Schwartz did that. So, um, just get the illustrator's name here is uh, Stephen Gamel, and his stuff. It, I mean, they're terrifying. Here, I'll show you another one. It's of a, a baby, or a, it looks like a, a kid with a baby head who finds a giant toe growing out of the ground. Yuck. Yeah. And then this one looks to be a scarecrow doing uh, the splits while being hung by the neck. Yeah, like who puts a belly button on a scarecrow? That's a man. That's <laughs> yeah, totally that's a, a totally guy. Man. Uh, that's a guy. Shit. Crows don't notice belly buttons. So... Anyway, super scary. Um, this book also has been fought over for getting banned in its current form. From, I don't doubt it. From yeah. your public library. Like all my librarians would never recommend me as such a scary-looking book. From 1990 to 1999, it was actually the top of the list of uh, being banned. Like It was the most fought-over book. It was only seventh place when it, 2000 to 2009. And then 2010, they released this book, which we'll post a cover of this on the website as well. It okay. is not... I, I don't think it's scary. That's the... Oh, yeah. that's That art is not scary. This is illustrated the by uh, Brett Helquist. Helquist. Scary name, but uh, <laughs> it's probably scarier than any of these illustrations in here. So here here's a picture of a kid pulling a toe out of the ground. That looks like James and the Giant Peach. Like I, that reminds me of happiness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's yeah. like. And that other one reminds me of like how cold your soul can be, <laughs> like the loneliness of the abyss. Eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was a little disappointed when I got this book, but I'm gonna I'm gonna read the stories are still the same. So I'm gonna read a, read a few of these. Sure. Um, it's fine. Some of them are sh- they're they're all pretty short. They're all short little stories. Uh, these stories he he pulled from some kind of like common like you know the killer with the hook on the side of the car kind of scary stories when the guy and girl are you know smooching in the back seat yeah and then necking necking used to be called back in my day necking necking yeah, yeah. like like you're necking like rubbing necks on each other oh right. yeah yeah yeah, like wrapping your necks around each other. Mm-hmm. We give you're actually kissing. I don't know why they call it necking. Yeah, let me uh, <clears throat> just uh, take a little sip of the uh, steam whistle here to get my uh, orating skills. Um, so a lot of the other stories he actually pulls from old folk tales, like uh, Appalachian Ozarks kind of folk tales. Yeah, cool little ghost stories. I know so some of his stuff goes back to Grimm, even. The- 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grimm's fairy tale. And so he shortens them up. Ah. They're they're kind of short and sweet. Uh, some of the originals, we should almost do a whole episode digging into the the beginnings of these tales because they get even more horrific. Well, that'll make a good myths and legends. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. But again, this is for nine to twelve year olds. <clears throat> Keep that in mind, mm-hmm. Nick. You want to cue the? Yeah, let's get some scary music. Uh, let's just uh, keep it ominous. No baby voices, please. Those are those are just too scary. Yeah, too spooky. This this story is called the White Wolf. The timber wolves around French Creek had gotten out of hand. There were so many wolves, the farmers could not stop them from killing their cattle and sheep. So the state put a bounty on them. It would pay a hunter $10 for every wolf pelt he turned in. A butcher in town named Bill Williams thought that was pretty good money. Bill Billions? Bill, Bill, Bill Williams. Yeah, that's cool. Two yeah, Bills. he's Willy Billy. Willy Billy. He, uh, he stopped working as a butcher and started killing wolves. He was good at it. Every year he killed over 500 of them. That's a lot of wolves. That's quite a few. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of yeah. F- t- it's ten bucks. Yeah, ten yeah, bucks. That's, that's, yeah. What? How much is five that? Five grand. Five oh, grand. Yeah. Holy, that's five a grand. Half a down down payment on a house, eh? Well, Damn. this day, this is an old story though, too. The, like, let's go back uh, eighty years or something. Yeah, let me think that on the math there. Yeah, you could buy like three, like acres. Oh, he was a rich man. A township, eh? So that that came to over five thousand dollars it was quite a bit of money in those days we already hit that point but he he knew that whoever was reading this story was going to be doing the math in their head yeah he looked to the future yeah after four or five years bill had killed so many wolves there were hardly any left in that area so he retired and he vowed never to harm another wolf because wolves had made him rich it's a good vow yeah yeah okay that that would I put wolves on my coat of arms if I was rich and De- oh definitely yeah. yeah and he doesn't want to kill him anymore like he, are yeah. you sure he's not Naga like he's he's like a steward of the woods now well uh, after four or five years uh, Bill had killed so many he vowed not to then one day a reported a farmer reported that a white wolf had killed two of his sheep white wolf and I, from what I hear white anything is uh except for people, is considered a good sign or something ominous, something spiritual. Yeah, like spiritual. spirit bears. Or, yeah, or a white, white buffalo, that kind of thing. Yeah, white buffalo woman. That's an interesting story, too, if you ever have a time to like look it up. It's cool. Or maybe we'll have you on again to tell us. Sure, yeah, no yeah. problem. I got all the legends. <laughs> so the farmer who had seen the white wolf had shot at it and hit it, but the bullets didn't seem to have any effect. Soon that wolf was seen all over the countryside killing and running but nobody could stop it one night it came into bill's yard and killed his pet cow who has a pet cow yeah you're gonna uh, eat yeah that that's thing. not a Come pet on. cow that's everyone pet. knows that you're gonna eat it hey, oh hey bessie like you're so cute let's Fatten play fetch <laughs> i love pulling yeah. apart your intestines bessie yeah. bill forgot about his decision never to harm another wolf he went into town the next morning and bought a young lamb for bait He took it out into the hills and tied it to a tree. Then he backed off about 50 yards and sat down under another tree. With his gun in his lap, he waited. When Bill didn't come back, his friends started looking for him. Finally, they they found the lamb. It was still tied to a tree. It was hungry, but it was alive. Then they found Bill. 
He was still sitting against the other tree, but he was dead. His throat had been torn open. There was no sign of a struggle. His gun hadn't been fired, and there were no tracks in the soil around him. As for the white wolf, it was never seen again. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That wolf was getting revenge on all the wolves he killed, That's eh? That's it sounds like, yeah. That's Holy. It sounds like. It's, or like, it's, it's, like, it's a... like it was baiting him. Oh, yeah. It was Kevin Baton. <laughs> yeah, that wolf set everyone in that town free. Now they can dance, eh? Well, I, I wonder if... I'd like to see the stats on if the wolf population bounced back. Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah, like timber wolves are almost like they're getting they're hunted really too well. much. Yeah, yeah, they're do- yeah they're doing really well uh, here, and now they're because they were reintroduced into California. Oh no way! And uh, they're doing really well there. But farmers are like, why did you reintroduce them yeah. back here? Because they are, you know, there is eventually going to be some problems with livestock. Yeah, I'm sure my old girlfriend will take care of it though. Yeah, as a steward of the California Yeah, I hope she's woods. taking care of the farmers. Yeah. Taking care of the farmers, though. probably. So, these are the kind of stories that we got. I'm gonna. He's got a couple funny ones, and then he's also got uh, a few that are meant to be, um, you know, like the moment where you go boo, kind of stories, mm-hmm. like the campfire story. Cool. Uh, this is one of my favorites. This is one that I've always remembered since I was a kid. And this is when we were talking about with the illustration. Right. So I want, let's hear some music. I'm going to listen to it for a little bit here. Let's get in the mood. Can we bring in something that... Do you have anything that's a little dark and rumbly? Keep this, but let's add to it. Well, those chips are making my belly dark and rumbly. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Nick has currently popped the top on a brand of chips that we can't say um, because they haven't sponsored us yet. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but if that brand of chips that we can't say figures out that we're talking about them mm-hmm. and decides to sponsor us, we'll say their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm holding out. Cylinder chips. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming? Uh, not so much, but let's let's try it. Let's go let's with screaming. It. Let's for go a with while. screaming for a bit. It's the same scream over and over again. Can we again. slow that down so it doesn't come so fast? Can we make it more rapid? Like I can't like uh, to dance to it. Yeah, dubstep scream. Okay, this is called the big toe. A boy was digging at the en- edge of the garden when he saw a big toe. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck to something. So he gave it a good hard jerk, and it came off in his hand. Then he heard something groan and scamper away. The boy took the toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mother. It looks nice and plump, she said. I'll put it in the soup and we'll have it for supper. That night, his father carved the toe into three pieces, and they each had a piece. Then they did the dishes, and when it got dark, they went to bed. The the, the boy (laughs) fell asleep almost at once. But in the middle of the night, a sound awakened him. It was something out in the street. It was a voice, and it was calling to him. Yeah, screaming like crazy. Yeah. Where is my toe? It groaned. When the boy heard that, he was—he got very scared, but he thought, it doesn't, it doesn't know where I am. It never will find me. Then he heard the voice once more, only now it was closer. 
Where is my toe? It groaned. The boy pulled the blankets over his head and closed his eyes. I'll go to sleep, he thought. When I wake up, it'll be it'll be gone. Yeah, monsters can't get you if you're under your no, blankets. Yeah, eh? close your eyes. We learned that all as kids. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Secret. Yeah, like everybody. It's no secret. Yeah. But soon he heard the back door open, and again he heard the voice, Where's my toe? I wonder why his parents aren't hearing this, and also being scared. I'd like yeah. to know their Maybe point of view. Maybe they're hiding under their blankets. Yeah, yeah they're scared of the guitarman next door. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then the boy heard footsteps moving the kitchen into the dining room, into the living room, into the front hall. Then slowly they climbed the stairs. Closer and closer they came. Soon they were in the upstairs hall. Now they were outside his door. Where's my toe? The voice groaned. His door opened. Shaking with fear, he listened as the footsteps slowly moved through the dark toward his bed. Then they stopped. Where is my toe? The voice groaned. You've got it! I've got it! No, that's supposed to be... See, that's supposed to be the scary moment. Like, if it was around a campfire, that's when the kids yeah. all go... Ah! Totally. I would have lost my mind if I hadn't been looking the other way. I'm sorry. I yeah. ruined the mood for the <laughs> there, story. There's an alternate ending to this one, though. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I actually like this one better. Okay. So, Let's see. uh... When the boy hears the voice calling for its toe, he finds a strange-looking creature up inside his chimney. It's already scarier, right? Yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah. That's not something... The boy is so frightened he can't move. He just stands there and stares at it. Finally, he asks, what, what you got such big eyes for? And the creature answers, To look you through and through. What you got such big claws for? To scratch up your grave. What you got such a big mouth for? To swallow you whole. What you got such sharp teeth for? To chop your bones. Uh. And as you get the last line, pounce on one of your friends. That's what the, is in <laughs> brackets. The, yeah, it says at the bottom of the story. It's the instructions to give if you're telling a story out loud. Yeah, pounce right on top. Holy yeah. crow, that would make me lose my, my scat. Like yeah. a shit liquid. <laughs> now, that one was dark. It's pretty dark. Not very scary, though. It was kind of spooky. I imagine if you're around I feel, a fire. I feel like, you know, I've heard of a couple of versions of that big toe story. Mm-hmm. I know there was one about an old woman who found a big toe in the forest. Mm-hmm. And then the monster comes comes to her window and everything. I read that storybook when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That nothing scares me more than that. Nothing scares me more. Oh, than yeah, the, knowing it's coming. The big yeah. toe. Uh, we used to have that book as a kid at home. Yeah, just the single story of the big toe. Yeah, yeah. I remember that story too. Mm-hmm. Like it's been passed around quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. that's one of the folktale ones. That's one of the ones that's, that he pulled together from a few sources. Mm. So, like somebody actually found a big toe. Well, I just wonder who goes and picks a big toe and then. Takes it home and eats yeah, it. Yeah, who's so casual to be like, let's just eat that thing because I'm so hungry. And also, big toe. Like, that's pretty specific. Oh, yeah. my it God. It seems like, like, I mean, what are the odds of that being fake? You have a big toe. Yeah, both of them are here. Thank Christ, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe Do it's... you know any stories amongst your 
people of, of them getting their toes robbed? Getting and... their toes ripped off. Well, I can imagine if they ever got their toe popped right off, they'd probably scream in the streets looking for it, eh? But it also would That's just, like, fair. all yeah. you got to do is, like, walk in, back into the woods for, like, a couple of hours. Like, just wait till night, and then uh, your your toe will just, like, materialize again. Oh, you re- regenerate? Yeah, a little bit. We so put, this like, probably yeah. wasn't... Uh, a story to... about a Bigfoot then. Probably not. But I can't imagine that. Well, yeah, that or unless just he's like pissed turn off. back into a mouse and scamper off. Eh? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had to think about that one for a second. But like, whoa, shit. Whose toe was that then? <laughs> it's a big, it was a big, it was big enough that it could feed three. Mm-hmm. Like a giant's toe. I'd actually, I mean, your toes are big, but I, I still don't think that they're big enough to eat three. Yeah, it's mostly bone. Yeah. Yeah, unless you want to suck marrow, but then by the time you like get to the marrow phase, it's probably going to be like a mouse, like a big rat. Well, you know, I actually I wouldn't be adverse to eating a rat. Yeah, me neither actually. Now that you think about it, like it's like one step up from a grub. Yeah. Probably like a little bit more higher in protein. Yeah. Yeah, I'd try it out. You would try it out? Yeah, like why not? A little like, red meat? Yeah, a little bit. A little decadent? It's not yeah. so so bad because, like, they're illegal in, in Alberta, eh? Like, yeah. Like, if I see so you're one... Doing it, a, you're actually doing a service. I'd be doing my job. Like, yeah. I'd be a steward, <laughs> eh? I'd have to eat that thing or, like, mm-hmm. step on it or bring it back to Manitoba. Well, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I also feel like if you have to get rid of an animal or something or kill it, you should probably eat it. Yeah, like, yep. if I if I was, like, if I, like, sat down and sat on, a like, a, a mouse or something, I'd have to eat it, like a beaver. Like, or make sure it gets eaten. Has, yeah. Have you ever sat on a beaver? Never sat on a beaver. Sat on a beaver's tail once, mm-hmm. and then hence flat tail. Oh, oh, that's where that. They happened. didn't used to always be flat. No, yeah, like I, yeah, I sat on one, and then then that species just kept reproducing, and then there you go, flat tail beavers. Yeah, fascinating, interesting, indeed, M- metaphysical change. Mm. I got a classic here. I think you guys have probably all heard this one. It's a it's a classic uh, person in their car, uh, oh. with uh, you know the the scared woman worried about being the victim right. of something dastardly. Whoa, you know, like classic uh, babysitter answering the phone kind of oh, situation. Oh yeah, totally. Okay, coming from inside okay. the house. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> so that we got the music there, Nick. Got some sounds coming in. This one's called High Beams. The girl driving the old blue sedan was a senior at the high school. She lived on a farm about eight miles away and used the car to drive back and forth. She had driven into town that night to see a basketball game. Now she was on her way home. As she pulled away from the school, she noticed a red pickup truck follow her out of the parking lot. A few minutes later, the truck was still behind her. Guess we're going in the same direction, she thought. She began to watch the truck in her mirror. When she changed her speed, the driver of the truck changed his speed. When she passed a car, so did he. Then he turned on his high beams, flooding her car with light. He left them on for almost a minute. He probably wants to pass me, she thought, but she was becoming uneasy. Usually she drove home over a back road. Not too many people went that way. But when she turned onto that road, so did the truck. I've gotta get away from him she thought and she began to drive faster then he turned his high beams on again after a minute he turned them off then he turned them on again and off again 
She drove even faster, but the truck driver stayed right behind her. Then he turned his high beams on again. Once more, her car was ablaze with light. What is he doing, she wondered. What does he want? Then he turned them off again. But a minute later, he had them on again, and he left them on. At last, she pulled into her driveway, and the truck pulled in right behind her. She jumped from the car and ran to the house. Call the police, she screamed at her father. Out in the driveway, she could see the driver of the truck. He had a gun in his hand. When the police arrived, they started to arrest him, but he pointed to the girl's car. You don't want me, you want him! Crouched behind the driver's seat, there was a man with a knife. As the driver of the truck explained, the man slipped into the girl's car just before she left the school. He saw it happen, but there was no way he could stop it. He thought about getting the police, but he was afraid to leave her, so he followed her car. Each time the man in the back seat reached up to overpower her, the driver of the truck turned on his high beams. Then the man dropped down, afraid that someone might see him. Terrifying. <clears throat> Chills. Yeah, that's super scary. That is scary. And that's like, that's before cell phones, right? This, yeah. this, this is a pre-cell phone story. Yeah, totally. <sighs> yeah, it's like a good lesson to learn. Like if you're getting Check followed by someone, they're probably trying to help you. Yeah, just assume that they're trying to help you and that you have a killer in the back seat, probably. Yeah, yeah totally. That's, pro- that's most likely. Sorry. That's what I'll take away from this. Like, somebody's <laughs> following me, like, too much. Like, yeah, a killer like... who wants to s- kill you while you're driving, which doesn't endanger him at all. Oh, apparently. I think it's also just trust thy neighbors on the road. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah be, be nicer on the road, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I can't even fit in a car. I'm just wondering what, like, the time place says it's, like, the police must have got there really fast because he only explains it to the police when the police are like, don't arrest me, arrest him. Right. Yeah. Like, he, he got out of like his he, car. And he had and a gun, too. Up. Like, he, oh, why yeah, didn't he yeah. just go straight to the car? Yeah. And be like, get out of the car, you knife-wielding mamma Gemma. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm kind of picturing this guy in the truck, like, shaft. Yeah. True hero. Yeah, totally. Whoops ass. Like, Comes right out there, beats the shit out of the knife wielding guy. I got one more. You guys ready for it? Uh, can we take a piss break before? Yeah, we can do a piss break. I got, this I is a two piss, a piss break, break episode. Oh hey. yeah, I got the the steam whistle has flown right through me. Oh yeah. Okay. Sean! What are you drinking? Oh, uh, hey Mike. I didn't see you there. That, that was a steam whistle pilsner. Canada's premium pilsner. It's brewed with only four all-natural ingredients. Spring water, malted barley, hops, and yeast. All GMO free. It's delicious. Oh yeah? Mind if I have one? Actually, that was my last one. Dang, that sucks. It does suck. It really does. Steam whistle beer. Best piss break ever. Another pee break. Uh, <clears throat> Bigfoot, I assume you didn't have to go that time because you have a much larger bladder than us. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, the things. Like, and these, these must be small beers for you, too. 
So you've got another story. I got one last story. Um, this one's probably the scariest of the bunch. Okay, let's let's hear it. Yeah, I like the keys. Yeah, I'm scared already. All right. This one's called the Viper. A widow lived alone on the top floor of an apartment house. One morning, her telephone rang. Hello, she said. This is the Viper, the man said. I'm coming up. Somebody's fooling around, she thought, and hung up. Half hour later, the telephone rang again. It was the same man. It's the Viper, he said. I'll be up soon. (laughs) The widow didn't know what to think, but she was getting frightened. Once more the telephone rang. Again, it was the Viper. I'm coming up now, he said. She quickly called the police. They said they would be right over. When the doorbell rang, she sighed with relief. They are here, she thought. But when she opened the door, there stood a little old man with a bucket and a cloth. I am the viper, he said. I wish to wash and vipe the windows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez, you pulled a fast one over me. I didn't call it till the end. That was so funny. I thought, like, he's a hitman or, like, he's going to come up there... Oh, who else would be named the Viper? Yeah, I'm mean, like from the Deadly Snake Assassin group. I'm here to cut you up with my samurai sword. Uh, yeah, that's a Kill Bill reference. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool, yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely talk about movies all the time on this podcast. Yeah. Um, cool. Oh, I just saw the mouse. Oh, my gosh. Is the mouse in here still? It's right there. Oh, oh fuck! I'm sorry, guys. I let, I, I stop concentrating for did a second. That, <laughs> that must have fallen off toe? of me. Yeah, there Where's it is. Toe? Yeah, middle toe. Middle toe is equals one mouse. Come on wow. back here, bud. Okay, will he go with you? Yeah, he'll leave when I leave. Okay, because uh, I don't want to have to worry about him. Yeah, like, he's sentient now, eh? He's popped off, and now he's sentient. So he's gonna like, he's gonna try and find some food. But he knows that this is probably the best house to be. Is like part so where, of a. Where, where did he go? Oh, he went out of the couch. He's a cute little bastard. I got a good look at him. Big ears. Big ears? Brown? Yeah. Sounds like sounds a toe. Like... Sounds like a toe. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. That's embarrassing, guys. I, don't, I didn't mean to like whip it out like that. Like, That's okay. That's You know, it happens okay. to uh, the best of... Yeah, it, like, it's not like a hive mind <laughs> so, okay. either. Like, I, here's the thing. I can't think what he's thinking either. Right. Here's the thing. Like, If we actually bring you back here with a keg, like, are we... Are you going to fall apart on us or what? I'm not going to promise there's not going to be mice running around a lot. Okay. Like I might, like my head might fall off and like explode into a hundred mice. Oh, oh, there he is. Oh, he ran back away. He saw, saw me see him. <laughs> yeah, he'll come with me. Don't worry. I'll, I'll make sure. He's a cute. He's cute. Yeah, like don't let him eat. Don't let him stay though. Eh? He'll like turn into Oh, no, a he's not allowed to stay. You got to take him with he, you. You better take him with you. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll do my best. Okay. So I think uh, we've come to our book of questions portion of the episode. Uh, did you did you have one picked out already? Or no? I see. I think the exciting thing is. Uh, so we do this book of questions thing, yeah, sir, and we use this book, the this book one of here. questions, yeah, the book of questions by uh, Doctor Gregory Stock. Um, lots of different questions. Talks about all different kinds of things from 
whether or not uh, what you would do for $50,000, that kind of thing. Cool, yeah. Those sound like really engaging icebreakers. Well, we got a new exactly. one. We got a new one. This I, I just got it in the mail two days ago. Oh, and yeah. And it's the Book of Questions. Uh, and it's the Love and Sex Edition. Cool. I like the little like crossroads with two people walking on it. Like a guy and a girl. Yeah, and you know what's funny is that they're, they're naked, but they yeah. actually didn't illustrate anything. Yeah, they... Uh. Like they just did them so small that they're like, like no nipples, no belly button. Yeah, they're like Barbie figures. That's probably what Adam and Eve looked like, eh? Like if they materialized, they don't got a belly button. Like I don't have a belly button either. Not that I could like find it. It's all underneath matted hair and stuff. Oh, that yeah, you wouldn't have a belly button, would you? No, that's for eating inside of a, a, a body. Like that's where the food huh. comes from. So when you um, when you see other people draw you. And they often draw you with a belly button. Yeah, it's a little it's, offensive, eh? Like so it's, it's like, like they don't, don't assume too much. Yeah. <laughs> so what we'll we'll do, Kazuntight. Excuse me. Uh, I sneeze and there's mice all over the wall, eh? <laughs> so we want you to do love the love and sex edition. Are, are you okay with that? Are you comfortable with that? I, I'm not sure if you're. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, if I can answer the question to the best of my ability, I'll do it, eh? Okay. Well. You get to pick. Like we're all friends. Here's here. the other thing: you can pick something that you uh, would like to answer to, and we'll all we'll all answer the question ourselves too. Yeah, everyone will provide an answer. Well, this these are like kind of sweet. Okay. It's like oh, I thought it was gonna be dirty. Like, how many times have you been pegged, or like, <laughs> do you ever try docking with your partner and like another partner? Eh? Um, so when, like, you, I, you each I'll also your, let you know that this this was dicks pup- in each other's pouches. Yeah, like if or like one dick in a, a pouch or like the other way around, right. or just pouch and pouch. Yeah, sometimes it's pouch on pouch. Yeah, yeah, like when you can't tell the sex of your partner, it's a surprise often. Eh? So this I'll, I'll I'll let you know was actually published in like eighty nine or ninety. So it I think things have come a long ways when it comes to what people know about sex. So the questions might not be that up to date <laughs> but still food for thought okay yeah like I, i'll read one of these questions so we can start to gauge out how it how it looks it's truly like love eh? like i thought like i thought love is in like the red sense of love like sex but no it's like do you get a deeper pleasure and reading this i'm like oh like i know where this is going <laughs> Do you get a deeper pleasure from loving or being loved? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, question 193. Like, both, eh? Like, probably both. Like, <laughs> I feel great being loved and I feel great giving love, depending on if they love me too. That makes sense. I I, I think I feel better. No, no, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Okay. I definitely... I. I don't. I have a hard time getting love if uh, I can't have a chance to give some love, though. Yeah. In fact, I just don't want to do it. Okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask myself one eighty nine, or I ask myself, or like ask you, you guys. Ask, so the like, room. It goes. ask the room. Sure. Yeah. Here it is. Like, can sex that is predictable excite you? Or must there be a touch of un- of the unexpected to keep you stimulated? Ooh. Like, if you know you're going in for, like, a missionary night, is that enough? Or, like, do you need 
do you need something extra you know or you need a surprise poke in the butt or something yeah like a little like diddle of your taint or like mm-hmm. yeah. prostate you know but unexpectedly kind of like yeah, it's basically kinda, like something something uh like must there be a touch of the unexpected to keep you stimulated i don't mm-hmm. think that there needs to be a touch of the unexpected i mean tried and true is tried and true yeah sure uh, you, you can enjoy it well especially if you like i know exactly these three things i have to do yeah to uh at least be successful yeah but that being said i still think something unexpected is absolutely welcome and would make it better yeah, totally. It'll make it better every time. I think it can be better if it's like pre-discussed with your partner. Like consent is pretty important when in the bedroom and even when like just dealing with relationships in general, eh? Yeah. So like if you're going in for it and then like you just like want to put a finger in the butt, you can't you can't often do that. In fact, it's probably wrong to just go for it without asking. So I say, well, you you should at least tickle around the butt first. Sure, yeah. Like so, so you're, like, you give them the idea. It's like I'm I'm getting into the zone here. Yeah, like signal your intent. Like yeah. everybody hates yeah, a prick yeah, that right. doesn't signal, eh? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Brush my hand away if this is uh, yeah. no good. Sure, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, however you want to do it, but make sure there's consent. Like you want to make sure. Yeah, like if they're. Like if you're like having sex with your your lover, eh, and you're in the in the woods and like there's moss everywhere, and they just like think it's gonna be so hot to like rough you up a bit and like smash your head in with a rock, that might be great if it's like pre-discussed. Like, hey, some time through this, would you think it was hot if I smashed your head in the rock? And you say like, no, my brother-in-law died from getting his head smashed in with a rock. Like that's it really. Killed the yeah, mood. it's yeah, it's not. <laughs> or like, yeah, if you did that, I'm coming buckets, like literal buckets, like you. Yeah, I think it's all about consent. Like, make sure it's pretty disgusting. Eh? Uh, I I'd also say like when you talk about spicing things up, because basically what it's what's about. Um, in my, my relationship currently, what I find happens is you spice it up one time, and then you do that exact same thing for the next month or two and then you spice it up again and you do the exact same thing for the month or two because it's like it's like it's like uh it's like a fad or like it's like yeah yeah, yeah i'm feeling this like playing, for the next couple it's months playing with pogs yeah, yeah. we're like we <laughs> sure, high, yeah. we five high five at the end we're like oh yeah we know our new routine for the next two months we're like yeah last night that fall was so good like uh, let's just get it again tonight like, yeah i got no problem with that yeah, you just, know we did spice things up last night what Go on. Midnight. We're sitting on the couch. Yeah. Snuggled together. Uh, sh- she likes to do a thing where she like tickles, tickles around my ears and stuff. Love it. You know, like just the caressing of the hair. And we're watching Gotham on Netflix. She hasn't seen it. I've actually seen the whole season. But she seems to be into it. So I'm, I'm cool with that. I'll rewatch it. It's not that great. But I'll rewatch it. It's, it's snuggle times. It's, it's fine. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, why don't I get my shoes on? Get into the car and drive to world's finest donairs and get us a couple donairs. <laughs> <laughs> Spicing it right yeah. up. Yeah. So and uh so I did. I did that. She's she was like, Well, I don't know, that's probably not gonna be good for me. I just don't 
know if like I'll probably be just not feeling so well. That's probably a poor decision. I was like, are you sure? Cheese. Like if I'm eating one, you're going to want one. Right. She's like, all right, let's do it. That's incredible. And she sent me on my way. Yeah, I almost came out of my pouch thinking about that food, eh? Oh, <laughs> midnight. But it, it wasn't even a drunk run. It wasn't even uh, like a post-bar thing. It was like yeah, but a, midnight, a, a snuggling donair. on the couch. Like, I drove all the way. A good snuggle, Donair? Oh. oh that's, the, that's the dream. Well, I also said to her, I said, like, if you don't have one, then it's be- then I'm going to be offensive smelling. Yeah, yep. Like oh, yeah, 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 like, absolutely. If the both of us have one, we won't even notice. Yep. Because we both stink. I noticed in the morning that when we woke up, we had closed the door in our bedroom, and the whole room smelled like onions. Uh, <laughs> all right, you found another. How one? about how about another question? Eh? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go two twenty-seven. It's not like raunchy. I'm looking for the raunchier ones, but uh, okay. If you were to give advice to someone a few years younger than you about the best way to find a mate, what would you recommend? Oh, uh, Tinder. Uh... <laughs> yeah, plenty of fish. I'm, I'm the same on Tinder. That's uh, that's a good one. I don't know. I mean, I I I got into a long term relationship. Plenty right, of fish right before for Tinder older was people. okay. If you're giving it to younger people, you say Tinder. Or, or you say, uh, okay, Cupid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. The what internet... do you use? Do you, is that something that you would even do? No, I release a certain pheromone, like a scent, when I'm like in the mood. Mm-hmm. Like I just walk around and estrus. Like, yeah, like rub yeah. up on trees. Like I secrete this like stuff that kind of like floats in the air, like gets caught on trees. And then someone smells it and tracks me down, and then then we have like a little bit of a fight, and then it's like like a wrestling. And then we get into the moss, and then it's all talk and consent from that point on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they got to smell me, find me, fight me, and fuck me. That's how it goes. Like, that's, that's the Naga way. But all, like, you're fully consenting, eh? <laughs> there he is. There's the mouse again. There's the mouse. He's adorable. He's really cute. I, yeah. like, I like him. Yeah, I wish Look my at him. toes looked so cute. He's actually getting pretty friendly. I feel like he's... He's getting sociable here. He's over behind that rubber boot over well, there. He was, he there was he right at my feet. I looked down and he was there. Look at that guy. That's <laughs> such a fun little mouse. Huh. Huh. Well, who knew I could... You, make... you could leave him. That's, he, that's <laughs> that, my... that mouse is cuter than your toe, to be honest. That's my son. That came out of me, eh? Like, that's yeah. like my kid. For all intents and purposes. Totally. I'm its dad. I wonder if it knows. It can smell my dad scent. <laughs> yeah, you like. We is are, that different from your fuck, yeah, me, we, fuck me scent? We can ref, we can release all sorts of secretments, and like when you smell your dad scent, that means like get away because he'll fucking kill you. That's why he's hiding over there. Yeah, probably. I but I'll try and like convey that I'm a non-territorial nigga. Oh, he's adorable. Cool. It's nice to just watch him out sometimes. It's peaceful. Do you do you do you sometimes when you're feeling lonely just let yourself go a little bit and hang out with hang out with pieces of yourself? yourself? Not often. I try and keep them together because like if they get too far away, then I get smaller. And I like I like to be an eight foot tall nigga. Yeah, you're already struggling in the height department. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, here's one that's a little bit raunchy. Sixty three. 
Ooh, oh. 63. Getting close, eh? <laughs> Roughly, how many times do you do sexual thoughts come into your mind in an average day? Uh, like how many times? Well, I don't think I could count it. Roughly, how many times? Uh, uh more than 20. Yeah. Pretty yeah, pretty much every time uh, if I'm if I'm exerting uh, any sort of physical force of any kind, if, if the wind blows, if you're exerting physical force, you oh feel... yeah, if, I, if I'm lifting things, I think sexual thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty pretty much most of the afternoon. So if you're lifting up like a heavy box of files, you're like, oh. this is what it's like to hold on to some love handles, love handles, yeah. and okay, I don't. That's not. Those aren't triggers for oh me. just any oh no pretty pretty much anything's a trigger for me yeah i think like for myself it's it's a lingering one time but it's just always there like the whole day long like pretty much like you stop yeah. like it's like the mouse thing you stop concentrating and then the mouse comes out but like if you think if you just stop thinking about what's going on currently then it's just back to that thought yeah it's it's could, a, could it's you, a state of being i guess is, is it always the same thought like it, I guess it changes from time to time. Like especially walking in the woods, like you have no idea how many things look like vulvas, like <laughs> just like flowers or like a, a drift pile of snow or like some leaves. Trees look like a curvy like butt. It's all yeah, like just a hot place. I don't know about you, but like you should get into the woods and really, really, just fucking feel it. Okay, I, let's one more, eh? I've felt sexy in the woods. Yeah, it's a sexy place. It is a sexy place. Like as a kid, like sometimes you just like walk around and like just like take your clothes off and run around and like you've got mm-hmm. a boner. Yeah. And it's like it's just the the, the energy of the woods, eh? It's just like have like getting boners just walking around naked, eh? I, I I love how you have done such a like I mean, you've been around us a long time and I like how you relate to our stories by you know, understanding that we have to wear clothes and things like that. It's yeah, I appreciate it. I feel like you've taken way more steps to to understand to understand yeah. us than we have had it. Maybe had a chance to even understand you. I respect your respective cultures, eh? Yeah. Like, yeah, and I, I, you know, I hope it's mutual. Oh, I, I think so. I well, I, I, I didn't know. I we had no idea. Sure, like, yeah. I never like, talked to one of you before, and oh, it's as easy as just like like starting a conversation. Like you see a nagar, like. You see, like, a monster in the woods or something. Just, like, say, like, hey, like, who are you? Like, what's your name? Mm-hmm. And then, like, can I buy a coffee or, like, whatever? Take him out and mm-hmm. learn as much as you can. I think it's important. I, I agree. I I think we bring Jeff out into the woods with us, though, next time. Oh, we need our spooky brother for sure. Spooky brother needs to come. Hey, he's right there, that bike. <laughs> yeah. We'll, 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 we'll ride him right out there. Okay, how about one more question? One more. All right, this is 151. How much of falling in love is illusion and how much is real chemistry? Oh, okay. So real chemistry, meaning like I smelled her and her her actual pheromones are, are something that yeah, attracts like me. Yeah, that's no illusion. That's like oh, just that's, that's only chemistry. Yeah, literal chemistry. Like, like perfect 
example of chemistry. I feel like those aren't opposite things to be saying. Well, is it illusion the, or is it chemistry? The illusion, the illusion plays a factor. If you have chemistry, you often build the illusion around the chemistry. But the chemistry probably comes first, right? Sure, and I feel like you can find you can fall in love with someone's like your illusion of someone, and then find out you have no chemistry. So. Right. Yeah, like baby, oh, that's happened to the, me a lot. Actually. You're the Plenty. one, baby. Like I love you so much, but it's really just like you've got your stink the most. Mm-hmm. You're like the most. We like you're everywhere, so I smell you more. And like then mm-hmm. we fought, and there it is. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like I've seen you from afar, haven't smelled your stink yet, and ideally, looking at you, you are exactly the the type I like. Yeah, and also. People think I'm cooler because we're going to get it together here. And then you realize that you just don't like that person. Yeah. Like you don't like the way they smell. They or it's s- like one of those bad. surprise situations. Yeah. Yeah. Like you didn't smell them before because they don't have the, the opposite scent, eh? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they do. Like, And then a, a big orange penis yeah. comes poking then out. Yeah. Like, that's why your scent was a little off. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. We still going to go for it? Still going to go for it? Even yeah, that situation, that, that thought right in there when you're in the moment, you know, like everybody's different, eh? Well, especially if you're not both surprised. <laughs> if only one of you is surprised, then, I mean, it's probably a little easier to... Oh, yeah. Like, like if, if you're both surprised, then you both have to go through a process. Because it's a toss-up, eh? Like, you're out. both looking down and like... Is it like am I like am I... Do I have a dick? Like, do I have a penis? <laughs> is it going to come out? Like, I maybe mm-hmm. I forgot... And if it does come out, does that just tell me that things are good? Yeah. Well, like, well, it's all strict pleasure yeah. anyway. So, like, it doesn't matter. Heteronormativity doesn't exist in the Naga world. Mm-hmm. Ah. It's just a, a weighing of options. That's... Sometimes I wish we were a little more free. I wish we were a little more like the Naga. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that cultural exchange again, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, folks? Like, I didn't know you guys could turn into bikes, and here I learn everything new every day. Yeah. <laughs> We're still not sure if we can turn into bikes, though, either. It's just a theory. Right. That you posed. <laughs> I guess that's where myths come from. Yeah. yeah. So I want. I think a good way to, to finish this off, because I know you got to get going. you got uh, got some wa- long walking to go. Long walking to go. And uh, it is still night, uh, daytime right now, so... Head out before dark. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like those scary, scary stories are too scary. Yeah, after this, Maybe. I wouldn't. I don't envy you. I wouldn't be wanting to walk all that way in the woods. Yeah, in the woods. shit. Oh well, I'm sure. Like I'll just masturbate or something to get my mind off of That's the scary. Do you while you walk? Yeah, sometimes you yeah. walk backwards. You okay. don't get anything on you. <laughs> so, uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Offensive film. Like he looks like an ape, kind of yeah. like dumb too. Like he's kinda, yeah, oh, he's a dummy. Yeah, you can hear me talking, eh? Like there, and there's like wordsmith naga out there too. Like my, I kind of don't even talk sentence well, but like that oh, shit, like that movie was offensive. Yeah, he he he. I don't think he actually says anything. No, other he than, just grunts. Yeah, they, they don't even get like a naga to play him either. No. Like I think Johnny Depp played that guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like it just like there's there's actors out there. Just find the right ones, eh? Like, yeah. Okay. Well. Okay, we know that. I I won't. I actually now that I, I won't show that to my kids anymore. Thank you. Yeah, because I, I had shown it to the them Naga, because I I wasn't aware. Thank you. And I like, I caught it. Eh? I like opening my mind to this and understanding that there's certain things that I 
took as uh, just safe ground, yeah, not realizing totally. that they were secretly uh, offensive or racist or yeah, speciest. Well, you gotta have an open mind, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I asked. Bigfoot. Yeah. This has Re- been awesome. Really good to have you on it's the show. It's been great being on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, and we're honored that you chose to come on our show. Like, why? Why did you come? Well, I thought, like, like you guys approached me and, like, you weren't scared or, like, you didn't call me a monster. You're willing to learn about my, my culture, and that's that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. There's few venues for us, Naga, to I'm, actually express ourselves. I want to give you one apology. Yeah. I'm sorry... That you are one of our last picks. Yeah, we went through a few people. We I went. Know, understand. Like, we were talking about like, Dracula, we're, and we're hard to find. Like, and I'm sure you didn't even know that. Like, we could. We were literate too, eh? No, I'll, like, like I'll be so, honest. There was some stigma. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> there, there are certain stereotypes that are out there in the world that we we're glad to have proven false. I'm glad you did too. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks for letting me talk today, guys. And we'll have you on again. Yeah, and that mouse, like if it, like if it's still here before I go, like just fucking kill it. Like just don't let it, that, don't let it no, eat no, no, shit. No, no, no. Because no. like he's because what if he meets a bunch of other mice and then be, they become a new Bigfoot? Yeah, like I, I that's not a good idea. You'll have a rogue <laughs> on your hand. <laughs> that, that thing will, yeah, like it might eat eat your kids and stuff. So just watch out. Yeah. Wow. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you. Goodbye. Your to me, I thought we were doing a... Oh, uh, a sandwich. sandwich. Uh, or, uh, Who? <laughs> Don't worry, we'll cut that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Todd, uh, well, Bigfoot. Yeah, who is this Todd guy you keep bringing up? That's edited out. We're editing it out. Uh, It's just because I keep thinking I drink it too much of the beers.